What's going on, y'all? I'm Brad. I'm Jeremy. And uh, we've been talking about things concerning reconciliation for a long time now. 20 years now. I'm white. I'm black. And we thought if we talked together about it in podcast form, it might serve some people. So let's, let's do talk it. about it. Broken and different. That's what we are. That's us. Blinded by chasing heaven's brightest star. Sun. We going towards him. We run with limps. We got if you respond accordingly, you'll learn to hobble with, hobble with till we find where glory be. What glory at? No pros or experts on this That's journey. We are just learning how Jesus, Jesus makes art out of our life's debris. Hey y'all, this is part two. If you haven't checked out part one, check our feed for it. So that's interesting because you you you've talked about your journey, and it's it has experiences uh, and some things that affected you deeply, spiritually, morally, and then you come into this staff working in college. And I, am I correct in saying that you haven't had like deep personal relationship? across racial bounds yet um well i mean there was there's monica sanders yeah. you know so she's puerto rican peruvian you yeah. know um so like living in her house you know um no as a college her, student as a college student uh and then after i graduated kind of same thing like okay. living in her house so well, there's that we met your mm-hmm. your one relationship is Pro- probably will sikajipo okay yeah okay. yeah so will sikajipo is the tip of the spear in, in my life as far as like, you know, being able to have certain conversations and going, this is, this is pretty deep. I, well, and, and, and once I started doing InterVarsity, I mean, I did meet Deborah, Evie, Stefania. There's some folks that, um, and I think that's right before we met, I, was meet, I met with them. But the complexity there is there's power distance, you know, so inherent into the relationship, there's safety for me, even if I'm like, growing in relationship, growing in depth, um, and trying to be vulnerable with them, I don't know how much of that's available for them to be with me. I think some, um, and I think they would say, like, it, there were some, like, redemptive kind of moments and conversations and, and relationship, uh, but I think there's also power distance, and so that's always that was ever-present mm-hmm. uh, in those relationships uh, where Will and I were peers. You know, there was, I was never his staff worker, type of thing so I think that was a little bit different of a connection point you know um, yeah and in, and, and in my conviction in my classroom I started always trying to it, it part of the, the three R's you know relocate in my classroom so I wouldn't sit next to the white people I find myself sitting amongst people of color students of color and Sometimes that, that went well and they liked me, and sometimes it, they were like, I don't know why this dude's sitting over here. Danger you know? is sitting next yeah, to me. Yeah, yeah, totally, exactly. So sometimes that went well, but it was just part of me going, I need to live this out. I need to, you know, it's a way of me submitting to John Perkins, um, you know, without really knowing him. I don't really know him, but just saying, like, this seems wise. How do I live that out in every facet of my life? So I would find myself in those places. But those weren't deep relationships. They were, they were still superficial in a lot of ways, but um, but as far as like that next level of of depth, um, 
you know, that, that was really like when, when you and I started hanging out. Okay. Yeah. So you came to college, still on this journey, mm-hmm. was part of InterVarsity, discipled and got into leadership, and then you came on staff, mm-hmm. and now you're leading yeah. uh, a mixed group. So yeah. white folk, Latino folk, yeah. uh, maybe even some, some, some folk from different nationalities. Yeah. Um, uh, it was very, folk, it was very mixed. Black folk of various ethnicities. Yes, yes. Um, uh, and then we meet. So yep. now you, you, we heard where you come from. Yep. You Dover boy. Dover boy. With it's interesting that you talked about race riot. I actually had a race riot in my middle school. Really? Uh, some white dude jumped on a bus that was going to my neighborhood, or one of the black neighborhoods and just like F U N words. And then that just started now. (laughs) And so I, I was, I was a, I was a car rider, so I could just see it. But the whole bus rider area was going crazy. And now some of some folk that heard me talk about my crazy cousin, Vern, if he ever hears this, Vern, I love you, man. I just call you crazy as endearment, (laughs) but there's a few folk, Actually, the folk that nobody wanted to mess with was all black, and they were just lighting people up. Like, people would light people up, and it was just this, it was, for me, it looked like white and black just going at yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, and that, that was, it's interesting because that was one of my first uh that's the first time I ever saw violence. Seeing, I don't know if yeah, you had seen violence Violent associated that. with yes, race. Yes, that was my first time seeing um, violence. So we come with these experience, Dover boy. I'm I'm from a place called Harlem Heights in Fort Myers, predominantly black and Latino. I, mm-hmm. I come from Missionary Baptist, you Lutheran. Yeah. So Latin, I little, know little Latin. Different. Now you say Latin, I'm like King James version Latin. <laughs> Both require some interpretation. Oh, big time. Um, uh, but we come in and we meet. So I, I think is 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 I think it's an interesting story of of how we met. So I have been a part of this InterVarsity student organization for a minute, and I had built a lot of deep trust with Jason, uh, who is my white staff, and it was my the first, maybe the first time that I b- built like deep, like I, where I submitted to the spiritual authority of a white man, maybe the first time. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he was leaving, and you yeah. were coming in to replace him. And one of my first experiences was that, was this presentation that they gave. So. Yeah. All of it, so I'm at the University of South Florida, at the University chapter at University of South Florida, and, and it's a, a large group meeting where all, everybody comes together. We usually have worship, a speaker, and things like that. But they decided we're going to have a presentation as part of this large group meeting. And in this presentation is this slideshow where I guess the point of it was to kind of like be kind of humorous, yeah. also let students know a little bit about you, to build some trust between the students that you were coming in to, uh, to kind of oversee. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I just remember being in that, seeing that presentation, and it was, it was going okay. There's nothing, I actually believe there's nothing you could have did to make me build trust other than like build a relationship. Right, right. Uh, this could have been a little bit of help, but there was this one slide that came up, 
and it was you and Jason at a urinal. No, now it was it was PG. Like there was yeah yeah there was nothing, but it was clearly you and him at a urinal. So, yeah. as a black guy <laughs> looking at two white men at a urinal, and they are the overseers. So like in a missionary, yeah. I come from high church. High, yeah, high power. There's high power. This yeah. between, there's high power. This means a lot of respect. I've learned this. A lot of reverence since then. For the yes. person that, that, uh-huh. that's, that's in charge. Yeah. Uh, and then I see the two, <laughs> yep. the one who formerly was in charge, the one who's going to be in charge at a urinal. And, and of course, some students laughed. I might have chuckled, but in the back of my mind, I'm just like, this is stupid and not helping me. Like, <laughs> I just got a lot of trust for this white dude. Yeah. And yeah. now I see this. My trust in this, and Jason is questionable now. And my trust for this guy who's coming in is starting off at negative. Negative. Like, coming started, in negative. Coming in negative. Like, like there's uh, history that might justify it starting negative. Yeah. Right? Like, like yeah. just. just Cultural history, right? Yes. But then yes. this didn't help at all. This was like, oh no, actually this dude is crazy. Yeah. 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 Me and Vern. Yes. 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 So that that is how we first met. Yeah. Each other. Yeah. Um, you. So is is. Well, it's, no. The first time we met, first time I ever saw you, Will tried to introduce you at an outreach. That's true. And you ignored me. So. <laughs> you know, so that still hurts a little bit when I remember that. He, he just, For the record, he just by. the outreach was spoken word. Like, yeah, it was an yeah. open mic event. You weren't my staff. You were staff of no. like this campus that I was visiting. You yeah. was at you were at Hillsborough yeah. Community College. They had a chapter. We were visiting. I was visiting with Will because he had friends in that chapter. Yeah. Um, and Will was my only friend connection to this chapter. Yeah. Again. My my loyalties were to Jason. Like my yeah. mission was to him, which was a big deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he introduced me. From him introducing me to you is like another white guy. Cool. Yeah. Not I know yet. you and Will had a relationship, but for me, it's like yeah, it's just another white dude. So <laughs> hey and bye. And no, no, I'm, that I'm was going it. to that this. I'm going to this open mic. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get some uh, cheesecake. Thanks. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, I'm gonna go eat, <laughs> enjoy myself, and go. But, and, but, but, and that's but, the first time I met my now wife, Stephanie. I'm going to go hang with this beautiful black woman that's that I true, see over That's true. That's true. So that's true. Yeah, if I would have known, <laughs> I would just stood next to Stefania. That that, you that then, you, then we would have had conversations. I might have helped. So we had many conversations. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that was that was the first time though, like officially, like yeah, kind first of time we presented. saw each other and introduced yeah, to each other. Yeah. 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 I had to go on a journey in that transition. You know, with transition the, was tough. That transition was tough. I, I was not uh, warmly welcomed by that student population. So, uh, yeah, there was um, yeah, there was a lot of folks that hated me. So, uh, yeah, probably could have done better in that transition. <laughs> Just want to throw that out there. Sorry for any scars I I gave students. Oh man, you know, uh, continue to. You brought repent. the full weight of your culture. Yes. To that presentation. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I thought it was funny. <laughs> I still think it's kind of funny. I don't think I'd do it again. I think it's <laughs> <laughs> wisdom. That's wisdom right there. But you know, you know, later on, there were certain things that I thought I, I did have to learn this. You know, um, certain things I thought were cool. You know, that I thought were like, no, this translates to students. And realizing it wasn't just students; it was students who were more like me. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And and 
even though I, I was I was learning in in so many ways, and, and maybe a later podcast we could talk about the word woke. But in so many ways, mm. I, I was I had awoken. <laughs> there you I, go. I, I was woken to many things. Um, the but there were still there were still these blind spots, you know. Um, and and I remember even uh, I'm not sure if you even know there was there were certain situations where I mean, you just had the courage to tell me like, no man, that's not going to work. Yep. You know, and and I just remember being confused by that. Mm-hmm. Like, what? Why? Why? No, this is great. This is a great idea. Urinals. That's funny. You know, <laughs> that's always funny. The bathroom humor is funny. You know, and and if we had you as a cultural advisor there at that go. point, you would have been like, no, you're not doing that. That's not going to no. work. And and it did. It actually taught me to have more cultural advisors mm. that I always like would reference any outreach, any any material I would produce even talks I would give, um, those type of things. I would always like, I had like a inner circle of cultural advisors to run them, run stuff past them. And I eventually I would always submit to them. You know, so if they said, you know, hey man, that, that piece of advertisement, that's like not really mm-hmm. working for us. You yeah. know, I'd have to submit to it. Cause it's just like, it, it, I had made enough mistakes by then to realize, okay, like I have blind spots and those blind spots aren't something that maybe will go away. They may actually be permanently blind because because those are eyes that I have for people like me. So yep. it's a part of the discussion, but it can't be the decision making yes. piece of it. You, you know? know what? We should we should dissect that a little bit because it could seem a little off to think, OK, how come he needs a lot of cultural advisors? But some po- folk of color, do they need the same cultural advisors? Can mm-hmm. they walk into the situation? How can how come they can be a part of it and not necessarily have to think as much um, or have to do as much. Right, right. Um, which is a significant question, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, even just thinking about how we came up, uh, there's narratives that dominated your upbringing. There's ways in which you came in and felt like you were the norm. Yeah. Um, and it, but in fact, in the way I grew up, and most folk color know this, you 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 quickly know I'm different. Yeah. You look different, so you yeah. understand that. But you also, and especially for me being in two worlds, like in high school, understanding mm-hmm. I'm different, and these two worlds are different, um, and so I have to come into this world that's the most different from me, and I have to I have to try to understand the the social norms, understand what part of my upbringing is actually uh, good and I can just bring it to the table without any reservation or any filtering what actually needs to be filtered. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of folk color, not all, but a lot of folk color grow up with that inherently. So they have to do that as they come totally. in. Like what's natural, right? okay to do? What's yeah. going to keep me safe in yep. this space? Mm-hmm. Um, and so then when they're, so when they're thinking maybe about a presentation or something like that, I come into that, and, I, and I'm already thinking about, wait, who's in the room? You're already translating. I'm trying to translate, yep. understanding, mm-hmm. like, I mm-hmm. can't, like, I'm not the norm. I can't, people may not get everything. Yeah. And so, and part of that is, some of that is, like, we hope for better. We hope that there is a, a time and a, a day uh, before, you know, the end of all things, but a time where we are at a space. Uh, I would say as a person, I wish that my hope is that the people that I'm with, there is a time where we actually understand each other. Like we've grown to know each other so much Mm -hmm. that there's less filtering that we have to do. And we can like just bring it Um, because now the new norm is 
something that looks different but carries each of our like everyone's mm -hmm. identity mm -hmm. to the table uh but in your case is like uh that so that cultural advisory that you're talking about yeah. i'm like that just feels normal yeah. um yeah. it just feels like of course that's not gonna land for everybody <laughs> um but for you it feels like no no this this is funny so this, this sounds like it'd be pretty good it's gonna be funny you for know? everybody but it's it might work for young necessary. life or something oh, like that, you know? oh dropping names oh, edit oh, edit yeah. pause no. for editing no they they do some crazy <laughs> stuff man <laughs> well, we got a young life representative so we good yeah yeah that's right that's right you know yeah so i do think it's 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 interesting in my own journey to learn that i have maybe permanent blind spots and that i need to be listening to other voices and then be in submission to those other voices which is interesting because i still had power over those voices like i was still like the decision maker but recognizing like i need to find my way into submission Mm -hmm. You know, um, even if I don't fully understand it. Yeah. And, and I, I think there was one advertisement that I remember, even to this day, I'm like, man, I really like this one version. Remember the little bus thing? You remember that? I do remember that. It's like little, little Miss Sunshine little bus Miss thing. Little Miss Sunshine yeah. bus. And I was like, man, that looks cool to me. That like, I love that. And and I would, I would go to other students and they would say, oh, I really like that. And I remember you being like, no, man, that is not cool. That is like... <laughs> No, like there's not going to be one student of color that's going to like take that card, you know? Yeah. And I, I just remember being like, you know, that's probably the hardest one that comes to mind. Was yeah. Like, yep. This does not make sense to me, you know, and I have to listen to it. Mm. And, and but that's been like a, a, you know, a journey of like, you know, continuing that repentance. Yeah. And, and saying like, OK, how do I actually do this and still lead and still I, yeah. still, I, I had to still make a decision and say, this is what we're going to print. This is what we're going to hand out to people. I have to make that decision. Yeah. But the way in which I started making those decisions started really shifting yeah. pretty and significantly. That, and that's a word for, for leaders of color um, that I've learned. I, I think you can never assume, you can never assume that, you can never assume that white people know better. That's Amen. And white people don't. should assume that they don't know better. Yes. Amen. Uh, to both those things. Yeah. Because there was many, there was many, I, just that simple thing of like, I remember when I first came on staff, so we had been in a relationship for a while, and I was helping lead work at the University of South Florida. Uh, and that's when, so it's interesting, when I came on staff, that's when I felt more uh, ability to actually speak into some of those things. Yeah, yeah. And so I felt- Because you gained power. Power, yeah. and the distance was the less. Distance was it's shorter. like, okay, now this yes. is my place. Yep. Uh, there were there was a few things, advertisements. So the Little Miss Sunshine bus, Little Miss Sunshine, there was a, a white guy in his under whitey tighties. I love that one too. I remember I said, no, instantly, take it off. Like, get rid of it. <laughs> it was so funny. <laughs> it was so funny. <laughs> uh, I remember we used to do an icebreaker that I was like, we need to kill this. Like, we would, at our like, Oh yeah, statewide gatherings with mm -hmm. students, a lot of different students. Um, we would have these icebreakers, and one of them was bubblegum sculptures. Yeah, yeah. And I remember I just I just said bubblegum sculptures never again. Yeah. And yeah. for those who don't know what bubblegum sculptures it is, you put a, like a group of three to five students together, and they have to chew bubblegum and then make a sculpture 
collectively with that gum yeah. means you they touching other together. people's gum yeah. and what would happen yeah. 98% of the time I've done this when I was when I was a student yeah. there would be a white person and I'm not saying that just just oh, yeah. no, single them out no I'm saying 98% of the time a white yeah. person if no. it happened it was a white person yeah. would take that sculptor that was made of other people's chewed up gum yeah. and just nasty. eat put it all in their mouth yeah no no, I wouldn't even do that now, man. There's too many STDs out there, bro. You can't do it. There's too many herpes. It's a thing. I, ah, man. That was... I, I just remember... I mean, when no, we you did started, that... No, you started shutting stuff down, man. You I started, just was like, you like, this nah, we can't do, this it. we shouldn't do, this we shouldn't yeah. do. Yeah, Um, And part of that is understanding... I know how this is landing on yep. folk of color. Totally. Um, yeah. I know how it's landing on me. Can't yeah, speak for all of them, like but I know a, how it's You're not landing. prudish. You're no. not like, oh, this no. is, you know, and you, you don't have that posture. You, you, you know, it, it really is like there is a difference, you know. Yeah. And, yeah, like uh, if it was an all-white audience, we probably could have a guy in his underwear on the advertisement. And it's funny. Know? And it's funny. And it, and it lands perfectly fine. And, and there was some crossover things. Yeah. Chuck Norris jokes. That was awesome. I don't know. I, I just I just feel like I don't know this as a fact, but I feel like I can say most black folk understand a Chuck Norris who could just pop up in the jungle and take out an army. That's like, right. We know that Chuck Norris. Yeah. We know yeah. that Chuck Norris. And so the Chuck Norris jokes, they worked. Yep. yep. Um, tidy well, whitey guy didn't no, work. No, no, no. And then that, that's how you start like maybe coming to really a multi-ethnic philosophy. Mm-hmm. Like you actually can come to a place of unity, I think, yeah. you know, but it takes, you know, majority culture folks repenting and saying, mm-hmm. okay, I got some blind spots. I need to listen to other people. It takes people of color or maybe subdominant cultures to be, have courage to maybe say and persevere in some of those relationships and some of those stupid moments where there's urinals involved in, in those type of things, you know, um, and then, and then really coming together to say, you know, what, what kind of works for us, Yeah. you know, not just work for those people and these people, yep. us versus them dichotomies, but actually what works for us. And I think our relationship, maybe that's, that's what has emerged Yeah. is a, this works for us in relationship as we work together, preach alongside each other, teach alongside each other. This is what works for us. Mm-hmm. And I think that gives me the greatest hope is that in the journey, there is a place where we can arrive at an us, yep. but without subjugating one or the other. Yeah. You know, like we don't have to do that. We can actually genuinely love each other and become an us. So we should probably wrap up this, this podcast. Um, if you don't mind, Brad, I think I would like to, anybody listening, you know, we've kind of unpacked our journey and I would just encourage you, whether you're somebody coming from majority culture or minority culture, whatever your situation is, is to unpack your own journey from, from when you were little to present day. What are those milestones, whether they're good or bad, embarrassing, things that you maybe have to go to Jesus about and say, Lord, we had, I had to repent for this. I thought this. I acted on this. Um, so depending on where you're coming from, that's going to be a little bit different. Yeah. But walking through that journey, because I think that increases your own racial awareness and hopefully can be something that God uses uh, for the future. Yeah. Yeah. And, and if I think if you're trying to do this thing called reconciliation, if you're really trying to be in relationship 
you're really trying to work towards family with somebody who is different from you ethnically. Um, I actually think this is a way to get a jump on it from my yeah, experience. So, I so I think we've, we've shared our story over time. Mm-hmm. Um, if I had to advise anyone, a uh, person of color and white folk, um, it is that y'all, you get a jump on this by sharing that journey. There's a certain amount of trust that comes when you share your journey. And honestly, yeah, yeah. And don't try to, white folks, don't cut, try to clean it up. Yeah, don't try to clean it up. Say mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Say it. And, and Cause, when. Because we could tell anyways. Yeah. Yeah, well, <laughs> I'm a, yeah, folk of color can tell. It, yeah, it's like. They can tell. And you can, you can try to share code. You'd be like, yeah, grandma used to say some things. And we know what those things are. Yeah. Like, because we've. Yeah. Had that grandma say it to us. We had that white grandma say it to us. Or yep. we have Chase we've heard stories from yep. our from our parents who have told us what people yep. have said yep. to yep. them. Yep. So be honest. And so be honest. And 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 conflict is actually part of the journey. It is like mm-hmm. it's part of the the walkway of reconciliation. Yeah. Uh, and so don't be afraid of that. Um, deal with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I have this this. Uh, uh, this metaphor of family, um, this ideal of family, this image of family that I like to think about when it comes to being Christian and, and working uh, and being in relationship with each other and working in reconciliation. I think God calls us to be family. And in family, conflict usually brings you closer. Yep. Um, yep. Uh, you got to work through it, but it brings you closer. And every family has conflict, and it's, it's not mm-hmm. out of the norm. And so, so you need to. Tell that ethnic journey, not sugarcoat it. Don't try cleaning up. Just tell all of the mess and the joys and the epiphanies that you had in it. Um, uh, expect conflict, but also expect deep joy to come out of that and connection. Um, and I will. And the last thing I'll say is that's a step. I, I yeah. think can get yeah. you. That can push you further. Um, that can get you. I'll say start off on the right foot when you're thinking about. Mm. Um, reconciliation and walking that out um, mm. to tell your ethnic so journey to each other awesome man yeah yeah god bless you guys